This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Hope you guys have your drinks because we'll be chatting about our favorite show 90 day fiance we are the 90 day fiance wtf podcast and i'm nadia and i just want to say you guys are not hearing my pain <laughs> Anyone hi, <get> everyone. That? <laughs> i got it <laughs> sorry hi everyone my name is miriam and i just want to say that the key word for this podcast is enough it's <laughs> I'm, I'm done enough guys enough <laughs> Everyone is Lon. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, yeah, Nadia really had a good one, so I'm just gonna go ahead and invite you all for some fried rice. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone else want fried rice? Anyone else some fried rice? <laughs> um, what an episode! Um, I've read a lot of uh, reviews on this particular episode, and the the recurring theme that I've been hearing is that. It's a lot of women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you guys agree, but um, I, I definitely feel that it's um, it's a lot of girl power happening. Um, and we can start with Darcy because we're Team Darcy, and um, you know our girl was uh, you know plan- I mean I guess on these on last on last Sunday's episode she was planning to give back uh, Tom's. Uh, key, which again, I was, I'm now very skeptical because I'm not even sure if that's his, if that's an actual key to his house. Um, But I do want to say I'm, if I'm so annoyed that Tom is even relevant, like I don't even know why the producers want to shoot a scene with him. Like he had to like, like, I don't know, like fake, I mean, he didn't fake call, but he called uh, Shannon. And again, I think Shannon it's probably someone that he paid to be his love interest because like I mentioned in my, in the, you know, in our previous um, podcast, Shannon is engaged to someone else. That's not Tom. So this definitely feels very staged to, to me. Um, but either way, I think Tom is no longer irrelevant. Uh, is no longer relevant. And that's my spiel. Um, you know, I'm team Darcy all the way. I love her comment about like, you know, something about like the rickety, this rickety ass key, you know, like she should have just never accepted it from the beginning. Um, but it did symbolize, right. It was, it was symbolic of like their love and like of a possible future together. And honestly, like when she said that, it kind of brought me back to that dinner table discussion where she almost thought she was going to get proposed to by Tom. And that really shows me like where she, she thought in her mind the relationship was and how far away um, their relationship was to Tom because he had Shannon and, you know, he's like, you know, not responding to her calls or whatnot. So I kind of don't blame Darcy for her feelings, but um, I love that like she like sent it back. I thought that was kind of passive aggressive and a little bit extra. And then Tom just like bounced back like they're like, you know, like, like nothing, you know, he called up Shannon having his drink and 
he just started out with one smooth line like god you look so beautiful you know <laughs> something like that and i just want to stick my hair down my throat and barf because i was just like here we go again you know rewind and, re and play like that's just like all tom does you know um so he's like he's done you know i'm i'm really happy that darcy like she she i feel like she walked away like the bigger person you know from the conversation at the hotel and then when he tried to give her a letter of his feelings Alexa. and my favorite part of that was when she when she was like you know what you you want to be in love so go ahead and be in love like the way she said that was like freaking classic i thought that was a power move um so i'm like all for team darcy you know yeah. hats off to you girl yeah he's 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 pretty much um riding her coattails right now there's really no reason for him to be on the show at this point um the only reason he's relevant is because um he was part of um darcy's whole storyline um he's actually i don't know if if people are viewing it from this perspective i, I am because i'm a guy he was playing them both actually so it's um it seemed like he had both um i guess her name's shannon uh Shannon and Darcy in his pocket and if he could have salvaged something with Darcy um he would have and I think that was the attempt and once he saw that she was not having it that's when he actually tried to commit to Shannon that's when he pulled out that's when he dropped the album right like when he saw that Darcy wasn't having any of that bullshit he was then then he was like oh yeah well we love each other and blah-blah blah, right and when, you can even see when he, um, when he contacted Shannon, he tried to play it off um, like, oh, you know, I just kind of visited her, blah, blah, blah. wasn't really super serious. I'm pretty sure it, it would have headed that way if Darcy would have allowed it. Um, but that was, it was at that moment that he finally um, committed, I think, to Shannon. But had it gone a different way, you know, it was, he had them both on the shelf and if he, um, if, if things were successful with Darcy, he might've dropped, um, Shannon, but because it didn't, then he reverted, um, to Shannon in that particular point. But yeah, I mean, there's no reason he's not, he's not from here in America neither is she, um, unless they make like 90 day fiance, like the UK version or whatever have you, but there's no, he's, he's pretty much, um, written himself out of what this show is about unless TLC wants to capitalize on um on his his he probably would come back for the tell all and right that's something i'm not looking that. forward to but yeah i mean at the risk of sounding like stephanie i really felt uncomfortable that he's playing <laughs> both women and it's televised right like i don't know right, how shannon right. is accepting this but he actually i mean mary mentioned this too before is that he actually wanted to meet Darcy and ask her to come with him to follow him to Argentina. So how is that? How is that appropriate? I mean, on one hand, you entered into a relationship with a romantic relationship with this Shannon person, and on the other hand, you want to fool around with Darcy. Right. Did you guys catch how Shannon asked him about Darcy? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys thinking. catch that? Yeah. That was yeah. like, okay, so it's like, what have you been telling Shannon? Like, are you like this victim, yes. you know? Yeah. And Probably does lies. Shannon know that you went there to profess your love and write a letter and follow her to Connecticut and invite her to Argentina? Probably not. And she probably found out all that stuff and then 
kicked Tom to the curb and then went and got engaged to whoever she, she was dealing with, you know, at the time. So good for you, Shannon. You dodged one. Yeah, dodged a good one. Um, I want to move on to um, Jeffrey and Varya really quickly. Um, my notes here says, Jeffrey's nipple tattoos made an appearance again. <laughs> exactly. Which they did. And I, Mariam, I'm pretty sure that made you a little bit gleeful. Uh, um, it's extremely hypnotic. It almost looks like fidget spinners. I don't know. It's just fidget like, <laughs> <laughs> spinners. Oh my God. Yeah, just, they do. Oh my God. They do. That's why I'm so interested. They actually do. Why did I think of that? No wonder they look familiar. I'm like, I've had that in my hand before. I it's like an optical it. illusion. The harder you look at it, the starts spinning. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so question to you both. Um, will Varya say yes? I think she probably will. I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't think know. she should. I think she yeah. probably will, but I don't think she should. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, based off of the fact that they're not together right now, I'm going to yeah. say no. But if uh, I did not know that, I would say yes. Good call. Because the whole, the whole prison thing is really eating away at her. You can yes. just tell it's like eating away at her. And she's, she's kind of trying to fight her instincts. Her instincts say people don't change. Her instincts say that, like, I'm against drugs altogether. And I, people in my family suffered because of drugs. So she's trying to fight what her body is, is telling her is a no. Yeah. And I, I, and that's kind of, that's, that's how I feel. I don't know, but I thought it was kind of sweet. The whole proposal. Um, I almost teared up a little bit. I was like, Oh, Uh -oh. here's the first of many. But then I realized, Uh, you know, are you sure it's not the nipple tattoo? Yeah. I I just (laughs) remember those nipple tattoos and got my mind spinning. So you thought, you thought that was sweet. I thought it was kind of sweet. I don't, I don't know. know. I I'm thought kind, it was kind of corny. I'm kind of romantic at the end of the day. Like, I, at the end of the day, I think I, I really want everyone to be happy and I want all these couples to, uh, like, you know, be in love, I, you know. But um, that's not what our podcast is about, so. For me, for me, it felt like... So here's the thing. From my perspective, when, when you've done something shitty... Um, and then you try to manipulate um, a woman or try to tell her how she's feeling in hopes that she'll believe it. That's what it sounded like. Like, um, like maybe he knew that her mind was somewhere else. So then he starts telling her, you know, we've been through a lot together. And, <laughs> and I know that like you love me. And that you don't believe that, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're, what you're doing is you're trying to tell her how she feels so that she'll forget how she really feels. And that's Mm -hmm. where I thought that that's how it felt like to me. It was like, okay, now like he's just, it didn't seem like a genuine, like, look, here's, here's how we are. Here's um, the story of us. And like, you know, will you marry me? It was almost as if he was just trying to make her believe that their that his narrative of how the story was was actually really positive and that it was and that's i don't know that's kind of how it went how, how it looked to me and yeah i don't I, I don't follow the the outside of the show blogs or you know um socials all too closely so i forgot that yeah the, the latest i guess on them is that mm-hmm. um they're not they're not together yeah um, yeah so uh, that would have been good um, on my end to remember, but um, 
with that said, uh, I, I would guess if um, not knowing like what, what, what I know now, I would have guessed she would have said yes, just for the opportunity to come to America. But yeah, I, uh, with that said, I don't think she should, I don't think she should. I'd be yeah. all for it. If she said no, if she says no, uh, on the next episode, I'll, I'd cheer, I'd scream, I'd jump. Oh somewhere. yeah. Um, yeah, just, just to remind our listeners, um, that when we first met Jeffrey, he introduced us to a couple of friends. I believe he went to, he went to meet a couple of friends and one of them is a lady called Mary and a lady friend called Mary. And, um, why we said that they're no longer like him and Barry are no longer together is because Mary apparently posted an Instagram of him and her, um, looking all chummy and romantic. And I think he gave, he was in on that photo on that Instagram photo. And right now her profile is private because I think she got probably got a lot of DMS, uh, you know, sent to her, um, is that, uh, he was giving her a kiss. So that is indicative of him. She's the, um, she's the cute one that was like, why would you go to Russia? Right. when Correct. I'm here. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And he I doesn't think deserve they, her either, though, man. Fuck that. But did, <laughs> but did, yeah. I think if I'm not wrong, um, they've dated before, and I yeah. think it didn't work out. He said it didn't work out, and I think maybe he's giving her a second chance. No, but she's giving him a second chance. That's Come true. on, like that's no, true. no, no. Yep, yep, yep. I'm team whoever that's opposite of. Yeah, Jeffrey, he right? doesn't deserve <laughs> her. Yeah. Um, team no prison. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All I right. Hope can, I hope I hope she she's good with the hands, right? <laughs> right. She's gonna have to she's gonna have to duck and weave a few, you know? What I mean? oh, man, <laughs> you guys, prison joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prison joke. Prison yeah, joke. Domestic man. violence is not funny, especially not funny at all. violence against not, women. Not at all. Yeah. But violence with women against men, you know, I'm on the fence about that. You know. Yeah. She, she better she box like him, a kangaroo. She can peg him a few times. Yeah. That <laughs> um. Well, I was going to go to baby girl, Lisa and Usman, but since I mentioned kangaroo, maybe we should talk about Stephanie and Erica. Sorry, Erica. Erica. What's your take on that? Um, I I just want to say it's the first heartwarming scene that TLC has filmed. Warm and fuzzy. It's warm and fuzzy. Um, Erica has a cool set of parents, um, you know, her dad's cool, her mom's cool. Um, that scene of them, oh, and it's okay. She'll come back. <laughs> Mar- Mariam has dropped off, by the way, in case you're listening. But um, yeah, so uh, where was I? Yes, so that dinner scene was scene was like the most heartwarming thing I've watched in a long time on 90 Day Fiancé. Um, because it's just, I mean, I, again, I can't speak on behalf of the LGBT community, but I can only imagine how hard it is to come out to your parents Mm -hmm. and even whether or not that's staged or that's, you know, uh, like, you know, rehearsed or whatever. Right. I still think that it's so, I can tell how nerve wracking it was for Erica and to get that reaction out of her parents is just such a huge relief. And it's, it just goes to show us viewers, like, 
that's why Erica is so amazing um, as a person because she has amazing parents. Parents that are, are cool as fuck. So yeah. Many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that apparently cook fried rice. So um, <laughs> I want to taste that Australian fried rice now. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe it has koala meat or something. I mean, don't want to stereotype. Not koalas. <laughs> I know, right? But you know, I've e- I've eaten emu meat, and I I'm not surprised that you know in the outback like anything goes, right? Yeah. Because they have to hunt gamey stuff. So, um, yeah, I, that's all I have to say about Erica and Stephanie. I mean. Yeah, I, I I'm happy to leave it at there because I know next week it doesn't look too great for them. But um, Lon, your favorite couple, go. Favorite couple. This episode for me wasn't about them. It was really about Erica, and I, I'm glad for that. I think it was a nice break, um, just from you know exploring their dynamics and is is Stephanie really gay? She not blah blah blah. Um, it was good to just kind of own in on Erica, who for me has become one of my favorites in this season. She just seems super genuine. And um, when it was happening, uh, it went down kind of similar to what I would have predicted. Um, I knew it would turn up positive. I didn't know it would be like this, where you know, fried rice would, um, <laughs> would become a phrase uh, associated with the show, but I, yeah. I like how he handled. I like how he handled that. Um, I like that under the pressure of having the cameras there for this kind for this type of reveal, it didn't seem like he was acting. Where you you see you know on these other shows where they do the they happen to do the big reveal or the, the coming out on camera, and you can kind of see that. Um, underneath it all emotions are boiling like as much as they try to smile and grit their teeth they're like what's going on here you had to put me on the spot it just really seemed like the parents just kind of went with it and yeah to me it was super genuine and the mom was like i mean mothers always know and um that's what she said too right um seeing just the way erica turned out i already knew that the parents were going to be cool that they uh, most likely encourage uh, her self-expression with not just the bright colors, but the, the, the ink that she has, the piercings, that they're, they're very, um, I hate to say liberal because in America, like liberal is such a, uh, has a negative connotation now, but right. they're just, uh, I would say very forward thinking. Very carefree. Yeah, carefree, carefree yeah. people. And, you know, when you're raised in an environment where you have people who are supportive of your self-expression, um, it just, the, and the way Erica has, has turned out, um, and I don't know, maybe she's fooling us all. I, I really doubt she, she is. Uh, she just seems really super cool and super fun and very colorful. Uh, yeah. It's like the person she is, is just expressed in all of what she wears and how she carries herself. So I kind of saw this you know, going to be very positive. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm glad it was, it was really heartwarming. Uh, got the warm and fuzzies. Uh, I, I smiled and it was, it was a nice break from just examining her relationship uh, with Stephanie. Um, Stephanie brought up her, what is a plastic anemia again? Um, oh, but again, that's, yeah. I, that's part of her life. So if we're going to, you know, if we got to accept uh, Stephanie at face value, we're going to have to hear more of that. So uh, that's just a part of who she is. So Yeah. 
yeah, I, I definitely got the feels um, when she came out and I, I, I just feel so glad for her, right? And, and also like, you know, on, on a side note, I was looking through Erica's Instagram and there was one post of her, I, I think it's her, hugging Lady Gaga. And she attributed what? Lady Gaga for, huh. uh, for her being alive. And I'm guessing she might have, she must have gone through some dark days where she's unsure about herself and wasn't able to express herself the way she wants to. But um, as you know, Lady Gaga is one of those iconic, you know, yes. symbol of like you know self-expression yes. and creativity and being yes. who you are and accepting who you are, living who you are. Um, so yeah, I'm I I can. You know, I, I, the more I watch Erica on screen, the more I totally believe that she's genuine. Um, whereas Stephanie, on the other hand, I am not sure if she's genuine or if she's acting. Um, right. So that's that. Um, do, we, do, you, do you have any final thoughts or shall we move on to the other couple down under? Down under. Down, down under. Down, down under. <laughs> who's Sorry, the couple down under? Oh, is New, New Zealand down under? Is that who no, we're talking about? New Zealand is not down. I don't think New Zealand is considered down under. Who are we talking about? We're talking about. Well, hold on. Let me see. Maryam's back. She, uh, she, she, she probably had a bio break or something. <laughs> bio break. No, hold on. Let's see. Maryam, you back? Oh my god, guys. My battery just died. Oh man, we worried that Jeffrey found you or something. <laughs> oh no, I just uh, I had like PTSD from thinking about his nipple tattoos. So I had to like just laugh. <laughs> so my kids have my phone like all day long because I'm trying to like juggle, you know. And then um, yeah, the, my battery just died. Like I was completely not like taking into consideration like how much battery I had. So yeah. sorry. No, all good. We were talking about um, Erica, 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 and Stephanie. Yeah. Do you any, have any thoughts on that? Yeah, any thoughts? Um, you know, like she she came out to her family, and her parents were so incredibly supportive. It mm. melted my heart, yeah. really. Yeah. And I wish like everyone's parents could be like that. Um, oh yeah. Oh, that that's not an easy thing. And the way they just, like, embraced her and, like, made her feel like everything was fine, it really was, like, a very nice moment um, just outside, like, all their drama. Um, And I don't know. It felt really genuine. And then, you know, looking into next week's preview on how, you know, Stephanie's going to do the same thing over video to her parents, I don't know how that's going to go. It just feels like, is she really fine? And we've had this conversation before. None of us are. (laughs) None of us are experts, but at the same time, she doesn't really come across genuine. Yeah. Um, but no, I, th- I thought that was a really sweet, sweet moment there too. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked how, um, I like, so even though the mother kind of explicitly says it, I like how they both came across um, that it was no surprise. And I think, mm-hmm. I, I think the dad, I forget exactly what he said, but he said something he might have phrased it more eloquently, but he said something like, "It's just in, it's just information." Information, yeah, yeah. I love that line. And I, I love that line. It's like why? Really... It's like it tells me that there's no judgment. You're just telling me. You're telling me more. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're just you're. It almost was like 
so one, the mom was like, I already knew. And that was his way of saying, <laughs> I already know. You're just, you're just confirming it. Yeah. Um, I thought, I took it that way. It was like, even though he didn't explicitly say, oh, I already knew. He did explicitly say I didn't, right? But then he said, it's just, it's just information that like, okay, now you're, you're, you're willing to tell me more about you. Yeah. So I really, I, I don't know. I, I just thought, yeah, like Miriam, like you said, I wish more people could be like them, like very yeah. um, supportive about the ordeal. So we'll see how uh, Steph's parent, uh, parents take it. Um, Maybe uh, she should try. Uh, well, they're they're going to do it virtually. I was going to suggest maybe she should try cooking fried rice, but I guess uh, that's not possible. Was <laughs> um, she going to do it on camera? I didn't see the preview. I think, yeah, yeah I, I had a feeling. Yeah, that nah. looks like so, they're going to so do it. So what it showed, it, sh- it showed like them, you know, on camera where Stephanie's going to come out to her parents. With Erica the, there. With Erica yep. there. And then it cuts uh, to another scene where like there's another explosive argument between them. Right. So, okay, I did see the, the argument and they're both just kind of like... Yeah. Shout up. Okay, I did see that part. I didn't see yeah. like, the coming out part though. I just want to point out that at on I mean that scene when they were arguing, Erica once again showed how composed and mature she is. Whereas like Stephanie is the one that's storming off mm-hmm. and being all emotional and dramatic dramatic. Maybe it's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna friend Erica on IG, man. She's cool. I know, right? So, yeah, so side side. <laughs> Side comments for you guys saw the photo of her that I sent you guys. Yes, she's so pretty. Oh, oh my god, so listeners, um, I forwarded I Lon and Nadia a picture of Erica from Erica's Instagram account, and she has like a fake blonde wig on, and she's like kind of like turning around, looking over her shoulder, bright blue eyes. I mean, the photo is fire. I was like, Who's this? She looks gorgeous. I thought she looked amazing, so I wanted Mom, to that- just send that over to you guys. She's pretty yeah. anyway. I think she's man. Erica's that should be. Anyway. Um, can that be on <laughs> our Instagram, Lon? Uh, we we're gonna start a ninety day fiance WTF Instagram. So yes, please follow it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 over here throwing memes at Nadia right now. I have to judge them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying to get some uh, original content on there. But yeah, well, more more on that later as we get it developed. Uh, yeah, Erica, Erica, Darcy, and definitely Rosemary is gonna be our our goddess. You know, yeah, yes. she's she's the first lady of ninety fiance, yeah. right? Who? Um, we'll which to one, later, Erica guys. or Darcy? Rose, Rose, Rose. Oh, are we moving on? Are we moving on? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not yet, okay, not okay, yet. Okay. We we gotta cover the boring stuff first, and then we get the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's. Let's move on to the other couple down on the, um, oh gosh. Ash and Avery. Um, Ash, That's right. The fraudster. I thought he, I thought they were in New Zealand. He's from Melbourne. No, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. for sure. Melbourne. Yeah. Can we Melbourne. talk about, can we talk about how he's such a king of gaslighting? I mean, this guy yes. claims to be a relationship oh, uh, counselor or a, a life coach, right? And yet, He's gaslighting the living shit out of her. Yes. And yes. he obviously deflects all these hard questions. Yes. He's being emotional. How can yes. someone who's a, a relationship, you know, again, a re- relationship coach be that emotional? And yeah, or just unable coach, to handle, any kind of yeah, coach. Yeah, or, and unable to handle conflicts. That's just, 
crazy how he shouted all those yeah. yeah i didn't really scream scream but still like he was being very emotional the way he yes. said like you're not hearing my pain right. she doesn't care about me blah 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 and he walked off and he carried his luggage and i'm like dude like calm the fuck down you're supposed to be composed and you're supposed to that's so unbecoming guys i I'm, the, i was just very disappointed. the reason is is because he's not and what we're seeing is the real ash right now like um he's so he doesn't what we see or 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 the good side of ash that we see is ash in the seductive process he uses the relationship coach thing as a guise as a cover um to seduce women that's all it is really but when it comes down to actual relationship knowledge and applying that knowledge um to himself and his own relationships we don't see any of that because that's not who that's not who he is he he has the knowledge and he has the tools and that's all they are they're tools to seduce women that's it outside of the seductive process he does not know how to apply that in real life to his own relationships and it's i mean it's it's not a surprise to me that all his clients are women. It's not a surprise to me that the seminar was a women-only seminar. Yeah. Like, what we're actually starting to see is the real Ash. Um, even when he spoke to um, Avery, like, the things he was, um, he was saying to her were very selfish. Like, it was all about him. You're not feeling my pain and then at the the last minute when he's like, if you really love me, you would you're gonna say something right now. Motherfucker, get the step in. Leave. <laughs> Leave and let her make the decision if she wants to chase you or not. You know, it's not like <laughs> on a count of ten. Ten, yeah. nine, eight. Are you gonna say something? Like, <laughs> love me, love me, I'm leaving right now. I'm gonna I'm turning the doorknob. Like, motherfucker, leave. Yeah, you know, like what we're seeing is a guy who's who's very into himself. He mm-hmm. probably doesn't respect women uh, as much as he says or, or 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 leads women to believe that he does. Uh, what we're seeing now in these last two or these pre the, the the current episode and the previous one is the way Ash actually views women. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's uh, aside from it's being frightening. yeah yeah it's frightening it's, yeah. it's disappointing very revealing but at the same time um, for for guys like me who kind of saw this all from the beginning it's been a it's been a guys and you know what I'm so glad that Avery um, stood up for herself Avery she knew and we all kind of talked about this early on that she was already seeing past the bullshit. Right, he called him out on it, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, do I make you feel like a woman? Aren't aren't you happy?" Again, dude, this isn't we're outside of the seductive process right now. It mm-hmm. isn't about making her happy and throwing illusions in front of, in front of her eyes, you know, to distract her. She's already out, stepped outside of that, right? She's already yeah. she's already asking the serious questions. She's already wanting more, and she was like, "Look, I'm I'm talking about bringing you to America." And right. every time, every time I say something, you get all sensitive and stuff. So I've been avoiding that. I'm not, I'm not about to do that anymore. So it was really good for her to just stand up for herself and like actually put her foot down. Cause she has, she's been like caving in, right. Mm-hmm. When she asked him about the baby mama and the baby situation, he's like, I'm working on it. 
And she kind of let that slide. Either that or we didn't get enough of the footage. But like, mm-hmm. they just kind of left it at that. No, this time she was like, no. Like, I, the reason that we're going okay right now and I'm going along with this charade is because I'm choosing to do that. You know what I mean? I'm choosing to not ask serious mm-hmm. questions because every time I do, you act like a little bitch. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Good for Avery. Totally. Glad we're seeing more. We're seeing more of how Ash really is. Fucking throwing a fit, packing his bags. I know. Blah, 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 blah. Bro, you're wearing a scarf indoors. Man, take that shit off. We saw the (laughs) sun outside. Like, anyway. Anyway, I could go. Um, I could. I could go on, ladies. You- I know. I mean, I know you're a huge fan of Ash. But I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut in here and, um, you know, just kind of agree with everything you said, Lon. Like, I honestly was kind of like Team Ash in the beginning because you know he's a pretty attractive guy. All right. Like, I think every woman has kind of been in that situation where, where Avery is, where you know you have an opportunity, an opportunity to date a very attractive man, but you know, maybe the light in his head isn't on all the time, you know, it's like, you can't have it all. So just like, you know, like, this is just like the package that she has. And as Lon said, you know what, the honeymoon phase is over. You know what I mean? Like Avery's just trying to get down to like the nitty gritty. She's got a week left in Australia, according to her. And she wants to know if this guy is like in it for the long run. And he's so emotionally immature. He has zero problem solving skills. And I think he's just used to women just listening to him. And he kind of uses that, his looks and his body and, you know, all like all that, all that like charm and maybe like flirtation um, to kind of, you know, like have women like buy into his BS. Um, but I think Avery is just over him. I, I don't think this is going to work out. I think that, I think Avery is going to just peace out. And I think she's going right. to be like, you know what, good riddance. So I, right. I think this is like the beginning of the end for them. Right. When I was watching it, um, Len, my twin brother, he was like, and this is why he's single. You know what I mean? And, and it is, right? And when you, when you really take a look at it, this is probably cyclical, a cyclical, uh, it's a pattern. Yeah. And it repeats, okay, seduce the woman, get her flowers, bring her to the beach. There, I mean, get it in. Mm-hmm. And then when it's over, it's over. And that's it. There's no real seriousness to yeah. it. There's no real... Okay, he doesn't have to get real with somebody. He don't got to divulge, you know, um, the deeper side of him. He doesn't have to go into his personal life about his baby mama. He doesn't want it take when it's time to take it to the next level. He don't even know how to act because he doesn't take it there. Yeah. You no. Know? And um, I hope that this is just him um, in this particular situation. And he's nervous um, about taking it to the next level with Avery. But I'm willing to bet that it's like that with every single person he's been with. And it's, yeah, he's the type of person that can dish out um, relationship advice to women um, and, and they'll, they'll buy it, you know? And I've seen his Instagram. It's very well curated, if you ask me, you know, little quotes and stuff. Like, he works his socials, okay? But again, these are just tools. They're just, yeah. just tools. They're, they're seductive. And maybe he gets he gets paid a pretty penny um, to be an influencer or whatever have you um, on Instagram. But as a as a partner in a serious relationship, yeah. I think what's different now is that he's dating someone that could potentially bring him to the U.S. And I think that's very appealing to him. And maybe that's why he's willing to take it a step further. 
but then she's peeling off all the layers, right? To get to the real him. And the real him is really a fraud. The real uh, him's a rock. Right. Yeah, exactly. But- and I, I can't stand how he's always mansplaining. Yes. You know, like, oh, you're heartless. Like, don't I make you happy? Like, aren't, you know, like, aren't you like, I, I don't know, like, he, ugh, I, I, it's super gaslighting and I'm not for it. Like, and doesn't got to stop. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And I think Avery is like a really strong woman. Yep. You know, she's like independent woman. You know, she clearly has a very level head on her shoulders. She's unemotional. You know, she's very just like solid. I don't know how else to describe her. Um, and that kind of woman is not going to put up with that bullshit. You know, right. there's other characters on this season and past seasons that would easily just kind of like bend over backwards for Ash and whatever you want, I'll do for you type of a thing. Avery is not one of those. She do not play. Mm-mm. And she, she is very attractive. She's, she could just be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to walk away. And you know what? I'm going to go find someone else back in the States. So I like that about her. I kind of respect that. And um, the fact that she's sending her ground firm instead of saying, Oh, I love you. Please don't leave. And this whole dramatic thing, like a Bollywood movie, it's kind of refreshing because a lot of these couples are like this, like just blind love, like all the time, but she's like clearly seeing through the fog. So, right. so hats off to you, girl. Yeah. Um, for me, this, the latest episode, um, because it reinforced um, the, some of the parts we saw in the, in the episode before this one, um, to me, it confirmed how he views women. They're not really his equals or they're not really um, their own uh, individuals or their own people. Um, He's, he's resorted himself to believing that women are a certain way and that he's figured women out and that, you know, that we can compartmentalize what feminine energy is and what women are and how they think and how they act. And, um, uh, when when we're outside of the seductive process where he's no longer trying to seduce Avery and he's trying to be real with her, um, it shows, it really shows um, how he treats her, how he talks to her, the, the things that, that he says, you know, it's, it, um, it really starts to look, at least the way it was captured on camera, really self-centered, you know, and, 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 and kind of putting women into this box of, you sh- you need to be this way and you need to act this way and like um, really really revealing and I, I part of me was just really chuckling and kind of laughing at how absurd of a human being um, he was made out he, he was ma- he's been made out to be in these last two episodes really um, and I'm not even saying that to to just kind of knock him he did it himself like, I agree. I would oh, be yeah. a little more. I would be a little more self-aware if I was on camera. Even if yeah. I did believe some of the bullshit that he's saying, I like think that's what he I really would be more self-aware. Though. Right? Yeah. He doesn't see that it's. He doesn't see. He doesn't see that it's wrong, or that yeah. it's. It doesn't occur to him. Yeah. And now I'm like, <laughs> how can you be self-aware when you, when your worldview actually thinks this is the truth? Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, it's warped. Yeah, so it was I, well. I can say, ooh, you you really shouldn't be saying that. Even if you believe it, you could kind right. of like tone right. it down or hold it back. He can't because he doesn't understand that. Like in his in his world, this is what's that's kind of, normal. Yeah, it's yeah. normal yeah. to him. So he's yeah. like, what do you mean? I don't get you. I I don't understand. Yeah. You. So either either he surrounds himself with like 
with women who have very low self-esteem, who kind of need a guy to tell them what box to be in. Yeah. You know, or that is just like this twisted reality that he's concocted in his head. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just a whole like other set of issues. But what I want to know is any of the listeners out there who have actually been through an Ash love coaching seminar or <laughs> have kind of connected with him, what are your nice. thoughts on it, guys? Like, ha- I mean, have you guys like come across like, like come out on the other end with like, you know, your husband, did you guys find true love? How did like all that coaching go? Like, that's what I'm curious to know. Yeah. So hit me up at FILSF on uh, Instagram, people. I'm dying to know. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Mary. I'm like, I want to know what his success rate is with, you know, coaching women, right? Um, anyway, um, we have so much more to cover uh, for this particular uh, podcast with with only mid, we're kind of midway through, but I wanna I wanna touch on baby girl Lisa and Usman briefly. Uh, not that I'm interested to cover them because I just found that their their storyline. I mean, their this particular storyline this last episode to be very boring. Um, so he didn't do his due diligence. He didn't. He forgot about asking her to get her paperwork in order. And, um, you know, and of course, like they can't get married because she doesn't have the proper documents and stuff. Um, but my biggest takeaway from them is that remember there was a line he said something about, I love Lisa and I'm going to get to the United States. It just <laughs> yeah. sounds like he's saying, I love the United States and I'm going yeah. there with Lisa. And so, I'm going there. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that was my. Right. That was my only takeaway. I have nothing else to say about them, unfortunately. Maybe you guys can fill me in. I mean, I didn't think much got covered this episode. I mean, we all kind of know, like, you know, she's been dying to get married to him, and that's a priority. And the fact that the paperwork wasn't lined up, honestly, no surprise to me. Um, I do know that they they do eventually get married in Nigeria, so somehow she's going to, you know, be able to figure out, like, you know, how to get her divorce um, settlement paperwork over to Nigeria. Yep. But yeah, I was kind of a little bit bored. Their storyline has been fairly boring after that video um, premiere party to me. Yep. Like, I don't think anything in their storyline can top that. So um, it's kind of downhill. Yeah. Um, for me, this was a filler episode for them. Um, I'm not completely buying the entire oh, you forgot the paperwork. Like, to me, it just seems very formulaic. It reminds me of, um, who was that other couple? Ash, no, Azan no. and Nicole. Not Azan and Nicole. No. Well, maybe them too, right? Like, Hold on, is it uh, Michael and Angela? Angela, yeah. Oh, the other for Angela's, Nigerian couple. Yeah, because for Angela's marriage remember like the 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 magistrate or whoever said oh you need you need a witness yes and i'm like Like, how is she going to travel with a with a friend so to me it felt like this is the end of their story and tlc needed um filler right yeah of course something was gonna happen at the fucking um you know appointment or whatever it's it happened with angela yeah Yeah, it happened with angela it happened with asan and nicole there's always got to be some little wrench thrown in to just you know get us watching the next episode to see because if they didn't if they were like yay we're married guys 
then they're not gonna be in the fucking next episode. So like, right. yeah, it's true. Hey, can you make it? Yeah, difficult? I feel you. Can you make it I difficult? It's, it's not in the records. What the fuck you mean it's not in the records? Like, what do you what do you mean by that? You know? And she's like, oh, it's your fault. Like, no, bitch, it's your fault. Are yeah. you kidding me? It's my TLC. If I was going right. somewhere, I'd bring my own documents. I wouldn't say, hey. You need to go look at the documents that I need to bring. Well, maybe I would, you know, but I double check, especially if, yeah. if I think the person is being weird about it. The person would be like, yeah, just bring your passport. I'd be like, nah, you know what? I'm going to look at it myself. <laughs> so like, she's all like playing it up. Like, oh, you should have done this. I gave you four week, three week, two week, one week. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, come <laughs> on. Like, okay. Countdown. So you knew, you knew that the entire time you're telling this guy and he's not, he's just kind of shrugging it off and you board the plane anyway, you board the plane anyway, <laughs> knowing that down to like the, the 12th hour, he hasn't done it. And you're, you're telling me that you still boarded the plane. You didn't just say, you know what? I don't trust that he's going to do it. Let me, let me, let me, yeah, just or let me just bring it anyway. Yeah. Let right? me just bring that, bring that shit anyway. So like uh, in my mind, I was like, oh man, th- this seems part of their formula. Throw um, a wrench into the into their into yeah. the marriage thing and like complicate it a little bit and then it'll keep us tuning into the till the next episode. Did you guys did you guys catch that moment that they shared outside when you know he's kind of trying to like calm her down and then she's still upset at him and then he tells her, Okay, smile for me and then <laughs> and then she like and then she like kind of makes like the kissing symbol and then he like looks around both ways to make sure there's no one watching <laughs> and then gives her like the quickest fucking kiss ever. It was no. just like, it was like, like half a second text. And I was uh, like, oh, no way. Okay. I missed that. Yeah. I missed was, that too. He was, definitely it was, it was has an nice, agenda. It was an awesome moment. Oh, I think I reminded that like three times. Well, um, yeah, that's but, where that, that's where know. that, that's where the other 30% is missing, right? Yeah. Like, isn't she 70% of what he wanted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Moving on to like a very juicy topic. Um, I would like to talk about catfishing. Catfishing. And how that is a serious issue that has been plaguing two, well, I would say three cast members so mm-hmm. far that I've seen. Wait, right? three this season? Or no. This season, so- two. Too, but okay. I wanna. I'm not sure if you guys watch uh, 90 Day Fiance, the quarantine um, episodes. Um, so before we start talking about Yolanda and David, um, so Caesar, remember Caesar, Caesar and mm-hmm. Maria. Um, so Caesar was on last night's um, quarantine episode of the 90 Day Fiance franchise, um, and. He told the producers that he actually went to Ukraine to meet with Maria. And and they just to get and he said, Oh, this is just to get closure. And he said like they were hanging out, like she gave him a hug, they like she showed him around. And then there was something very fishy that he said. He said, Well, well no, actually the producers asked him like do you have any proof of you visiting ukraine like you want to know because i guess contractually he's supposed to not hide those things right from 90 day fiance production i guess he said 
yeah, we took some photos, but for some reason, when I got on the plane, those photos were missing. Of course. And I was like, dude, come on. Like, whatever. Well, he's just trying to redeem himself. Everyone everyone across the nation, maybe the world was laughing at him last season with this whole Maria thing. And then the crazy thing about Maria and Caesar is like a couple weeks after the tell all, Maria was hanging out with Jesse. Like, that was cool. I don't know if you guys saw that on his Instagram. No. Yeah. I saw so an Jesse article about somehow, it with the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse wow. somehow was it's able weird. to find Maria, but not Caesar. So I don't know. Like, that whole Maria Caesar thing, I mean, it was hilarious. Um, but I kind of feel what's going on with Yolanda and David is a little bit more extreme and it's a little bit more, it's a little bit sadder. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I get it. People catfish each other. Um, David is like, please come on, just like take all of this, get all your red flags, like, like accept every signal that's happening. Even all of his friends around him, they're trying to like just talk sense to him. And he even had like that Russian friend that was translating the conversation to him and the private investigator. And he was just being visibly upset. Like, like mm-hmm. she, he didn't even like the translation. Um, and then like Yolanda, it's like, really dude, like that's like a stock photo, muscular guy with abs. It's like a freaking stock photo, all of it. Like, right. That should be on our Instagram. It's, it's too much, you know, like, it's like, okay, like, let's just wrap this up. We've been kind of saying the same thing for the, you know, on all of our podcasts. So we all, we all know how this is going to end and I'm not surprised. Are you guys surprised? I don't know. No. I, I definitely feel sad that there are people out there and, and maybe it's because of loneliness but they feel that they're genuinely in a relationship with someone who does not even exist, someone real that's, that does not even exist. Um, like David is pretty much in a, rela- in a seven-year relationship. Uh, let, me, let me backtrack. In a seven-year very expensive relationship with a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been going through Reddit and reading up on like how, you know, there's actually someone who worked for one of those Russian slash Ukrainian companies where she, her job was mainly to chat with men like David and get him to pay for their services, get them to pay for online virtual gifts, get them to like be constantly engaged on, on those chat, uh, you know, chat websites right and and also there's another reddit post about you know someone saying like you know this type of incidents are not uncommon there are people out there and i think that's why you know mtv made a a, you know made a killing you know producing such shows right with you know mtv catfish because there are a lot of people out there that think that they're in a relationship with someone when actually that someone is not even real or they're not even, uh, they're lying to their face. Um, you know, I was going to ask you guys about, you know, to recap on that one episode of this, uh, this guy who, who really is so convinced that he's in a relationship with Katy Perry that even after they've managed to prove that he's not, it's not Katy Perry. And in fact, the fake Katy Perry came out and revealed was it herself or himself to this person? And yet, after they check, check in on him uh, like a few months later, he's still convinced that it is the true Katy Perry. Right. And like, that's just sad because like, 
I mean, with and, and again, with Yolanda wanting to get closure, I, I understand. I understand. She probably is not convinced by her own kids, which is sad. Because, you know, if anything, your family members are the ones that are looking out after your best interest. And then with David, it's like, how can you, how can you even like be mad at your friends who is trying to look out for you? And it's, it's just so heartbreaking. And especially knowing like the next episode, during, I mean, in the next episode, I think he's going back to Ukraine to actually find her. And that is after a private investigator already told him that, yeah. that there is, that they found it's he flipped out. Yeah, yeah, he flipped, he flipped out, out too. You're lying. They're lies. Right. Yeah. She's like, it's don't same- attack me. I'm just, yeah. you hired the fucking, you hired this guy. Right. right. It's the like- same account. There is, it's, I guess, different name, same picture. So again, it, it could easily be a stock Russian model or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's really sad, but yeah. Yeah. Long thoughts. So, I mean, as sad as it is, um, I've been the hopeless romantic. So part of me identifies with that. Um, you know, when, when the heart overrides the mind. When, um, and it, 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 it's worse um, when the other side is scamming you or um, is, is definitely wanting something and not, um, not reciprocating the love back. But these are people that are really like in love or believe they are in love or whatever definition of what love is, they are trapped in that. And uh, when you love that much, it's one of those things where like, oh, um, this is the person for me. I'm going to stand by them regardless. I'm going to believe everything they say. What we have is real. These are the things you tell yourself, right? So um, the sad part, uh, and the dark side of catfishing is, yeah, there's a scam going on. But I think the more unfortunate side is even after the facts have been presented and, you know, you're told, look, like it's all right here in front of you and you still are willing to like brush that off. That's the set. That's that's the sadder part, right? Uh, because again, it just shows how desperate people are to be loved and to love someone. That they're not going to look at facts. They're going. They're not going to let their mind um, override uh, their heart, right? Um, so I think like as funny and as cringy as it is to watch Yolanda and David because they're both entertaining in that respect yeah, you do kind of feel for them because they're being duped, because they're being scammed. And they actually, I, I think, genuinely um, love these, uh, these people that don't exist or that, that are scamming them or they're trying to get money from them and that they, that they refuse to see the manipulation. They refuse to see the scam. Um, with, with David especially, like that, that is what I don't get. With Yolanda, at least I can say she's not giving this person money you know, as, as dumb or as dumb as bad word, as, as naive as she comes across by still not believing that she's being scammed. At least she didn't fork over money. This guy, this guy gave over like a hundred K or whatever. He's buying, you know, trips. He's, he's doing the most, right? Like this guy, you would think that if this person really loved you, you wouldn't have to pay to chat with her, to send her a message. Like, 
by now you should have like an email address or some personal information. You're just, you know, these things. And then uh, a private investigator is telling you straight up that this is a scam and they've done the research and have actually linked it um, to, to a person that's doing this um, on the regular and scamming other people. And he just refuses to see it. So yeah, funny, cringy, but also, you know, there's that it's, it's sad. Cause I think he's really in love. He's in love with the idea. The I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the idea and the photo, right? Because I concept. bet if I bet if I bet if she was ugly, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I bet if she was if she was ugly, yeah. You know, I think it goes both ways. I'm not trying to say that, you know, as as a sexist. I'm saying if a guy was ugly too, if Williams wasn't Williams, if Williams wasn't this like tall, dark skinned muscular hunky dude, guy, yeah, would she park? still be chasing his dude? Nah, man, you know, yeah. That, can I say that with David and, and, and again, the, the shocking part of the tantrum that he threw um, at his friend just goes to show how entitled he is, that he deserved this young, hot-looking re- Ukrainian chick. And right. I thought that part of him is disgusting. Like, yeah. as much as I feel sad for him, but the part that he feels, part of, I'm sure part of him feels insulted that like she didn't meet him. She stood him up mm-hmm. four times or five times, right? If you include the, the cruise. Um, it's like, come on. If, you, if you're not taking the hint, then you're just delusional and entitled. Like you really think this person is into you and will come to the US with you and you're going to present her this idea of like, oh, let's live on an RV and she'll be okay with it you're definite you yeah yeah, that's some mental health issue there and i don't want to tread into that territory because obviously that's very sensitive that's another discussion that's that's another discussion that i'm not i'm not an expert on so um if there's no other final words i just cannot wait to cover our last couple and that is big ed and rosemary our our queen rosemary the queen the queen queen the queen and her verbal takedown. The epic takedown. Yes. Yeah. I have to say though, that scene is equivalent to Arya Stark killing the Night King. I cheered so loud. <laughs> me, me and the boyfriend were like, yes, yes, you go girl. We were like cheering on for her and it was just epic. Like I cannot, I cannot tell you guys how, how like empowering that, that scene is. Like that yeah. is just, like I'm so happy for her. I'm glad, and I think we all know what uh, what the final outcome is between the two of them. And that's so like that's like the icing on the cake, you know, for her to say I'm done with yeah. your BS. Like, oh man, that's just sweet, sweet revenge. That was so and, awesome. That was yeah. so awesome. Yeah. So before before we, I get your take because I know your take is going to be very empowering, and I want to hear that. I just want to talk some shit about Ed real quick. Um, yeah. yeah, talk shit. So, <laughs> you know, um, and, 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 you know, this has been, this has been um, pretty low key. And I know that there's been discussions about it already, but like, you know, the, the, the longer this has gone out, the, the, the more that Ed, to me at least has shown that he really is just a sex tourist, right? Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff is just super, super manipulative. And um, last night was the final straw when he held and he, and, and we saw it from the beginning and I should have called him out on it uh, from the very beginning, but 
he knew. He knew from the uh, get-go, from the jump, that he didn't want to have kids. And he knew that she did. So, you know, when your relationship is predicated on this idea of the future and that you will get married and you're going to have children, for him to withhold um, this information, um, you know, and the way he phrased it was, I don't want to lose you. No, uh, you knew that you wouldn't have sex with her if if this came out too soon, right? Um, And, you know, from... um, just last night, it was just so like, this is, this was the end game was that you held this back because you knew if you mentioned it, even if, even, even before you boarded the plane. And I think she, uh, actually, I know that she realized this last night too. She was like, she's asking, right. But she knows, she knows in her heart. She's like, why didn't you fucking tell me this? Like from the jump, you know, but I think she knows. I think if she really took the time to analyze it, she'd be like, because you were manipulating me so we could have sex right from the jump. Right. That's the only, that's the only reason you would hold, you would withhold that kind of information. And, um, right from the beginning, um, when you trace his actions and his steps, it's all been so he could have sex with her and leave. And he, if he was lucky, yeah, maybe marry her, but like, he lied about his he lied about his height to make himself more attractive right he didn't tell her about him not wanting to have kids because he knew that would end the story right there and he wouldn't bang um he wanted her to shave her legs he wanted her to take care of her um her her hygiene right her her breath or whatever like all this was um just like self gratification self satisfying so he could be having sex with his ideal um asian woman right like and it's just it's fucking disgusting so like um i'm glad that she saw that and yeah it made the 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 takedown even better and it just made me even more disgusted at this at this guy like ugh. anyways please ladies so i think everyone knows how much i hate him and how how disgusting i think he is for lack of better words Um, I definitely gave him the benefit of the doubt at the beginning, but just as the story kind of unfolded across multiple episodes, he comes across extremely creepy. He comes across extremely disgusting the way he like moans and is grooming her and um, manipulating her like the whole toothbrush thing. Like he was trying, he was explaining to her, like she was a five-year-old, how you need to have healthy teeth. Um, because if there's a bacteria, it's going to go to your heart and I'm concerned about your health. Like that whole thing was like, get the fuck out of here. You dumb fuck. Seriously. That is is what I would wanted to say if I was in Rosemary's place. Um, and, and you could just see her burning on the inside and she just wanted to explode. But she said, look, I have an ulcer. Like this is, this is why this is the way it is. Um, and, you know, and I honestly, I underestimated Rosemary in the beginning. I, I kind of pinned her for, like, one of these women in this third world country who's just trying to get a green card, who will put up with anything. At any cost, right. At any cost. I kind of wrote her off as that, too. I feel bad. I, and, but I I'm think glad you mentioned that. What, I think that's kind of what TLC wants us to do. And then over here, you, you just kind of see her, like, like her, her like, like it's just the burden gets heavier and heavier and every every like 
experience every day with with Ed is like another day in hell. And she was just like the whole like I don't want to have kids with you thing. It kind of like it, it it set her off, you know, because probably in her mind she's like shit, dude. Yeah, I gotta like lower my standards like really really low to be with this guy, give me and myself a better future. But you know, having my own kids is kind of like my saving grace in all of this. You know, every every, every mom you know, every woman wants to be a mother and you know what, she's going to, you know, expand her family. And maybe that's kind of what, what she's kind of holding on to. Like that was like the light at the end of the tunnel with this whole Ed situation. But when he, when he dropped the whole vasectomy thing, first of all, ain't no one should be even touching you with the 10 foot pole, dude. Let's just start there. You're lucky that Rosemary <laughs> is even like giving you the time of day. Right. But it's like just GTFO, get out of here. Um, and the, the way she kind of just, was very calm, very collected. She laid the facts out one after another and then just said, it's over. Enough is enough. Like, like mm-hmm. I have had enough of your bullshit, dude. Like, your mm-hmm. shit is done. I'm done with your shit. I'm done with you. Oh, my God. It was so satisfying to watch. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. Like, fuck yes, Rosemary. Like, you are the voice of, <laughs> of, of all women. And, like, you know, like she lives in such, such, such like a pot, like a poverty stricken, um, world, her lifestyle, she sleeps on the floor, but you know what? She'd rather do that for the rest of her life than to spend another yeah. second of her life with Ed. So fuck you, Ed. Yeah. I have so much more respect for Rosemary after, after that, just because I kind of wrote her off, but then I also gave her a chance because I thought like, okay, this might, you know, I, I, you cannot hate on the hustle, right? If she needs to give Prince a better life, she needs to give him a better life. That's a, that's a hallmark of a good mom. But the fact that she told him off, you know, she's like, again, Ed, she's not a subhuman. You know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. He's a sex tourist. Mm. He is a predator, a sex mm. predator, sexual predator. He's also he thinks of himself as a white savior, mm-hmm. and I and again like how can someone that un, that's not cute needs a vasectomy? Like ain't nobody's gonna f- want to have kids with you. And the fact that and here's the very sad part that I want our listeners and you guys to think about is that imagine if he actually says, you know what, I'll have kids with you. Rosemary is gonna be a very decent would have turned out to be a decent wife for him and tolerated all his bullshit. You know, and that's the sad part because that's how nice she is. Mm-hmm. He's tolerated all that, you know, whatever you guys already summarized, right? The STD, the, the request for the STD test without him ha- going through one himself. Like he's basically trying to tell the viewers like, oh, just because you have 5,000 friends in Facebook, you must be loose. You must yeah. be a loose girl. Like I need yeah. you to test whether you have STD. Meanwhile, I was, uh, I was unfaithful to my wife. So clearly he fucked around too. And yet he gets exempted from an STD right. test. Bitch, please. No, I'm not living for that. And the fact that he needs her to shave her legs, like, come on. Like, I, I, I like the fact that she asked him to shave his beard because, yeah, that's disgusting too. And right. Yeah, and the embarrassing her about her breath, like, come on, dude. If you, and again, this is what I hate about Ed too, that I think not many people realize is that he threw around the L word like he genuinely loved her. Right. Bruh, if you love that chick, you would embarrass her publicly by saying that she has bad breath. 
you that would be a private conversation I'm talking between camera. you. Right. That would be a private conversation Ugh. between you and her like, talking about her health, asking her about why she has that bad breath. Again, I wouldn't even do that immediately. That is like four or five days after meeting her and you're already talking about that. Like, because why it inconvenience you? Because why it turns you off when you feel like fucking her? Like, yeah. no, you can get away with that shit. And TLC, yeah. shame on you for painting that good side of him in the beginning because clearly he's not. He's another Harvey Weinstein. And yeah. I, I don't care whether he supposedly sent $5,000 worth of gift to her because that's bullshit. I, I don't believe did, that. Yeah, I don't believe that either. If he did it right, it would have arrived. Whatever. And again, those gifts are probably more for him because remember he said he sent like a thousand thread count pillows for himself because he knew he was going to live with her. Right. Just like the teddy that he gave him, that he, sorry, that he gave her. That's not a gift for her. If, you're, if you love this person, you want to help her and her family. You want to help her get out of poverty or at least make, them, make her and her, her family comfortable. You wouldn't be giving her lingerie. That's yeah. a gift for you because you want to fuck. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, guys. I, you know what? I, 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 I've been, I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and YouTubers are relentless, right? So they did a lot of research <laughs> on him. He's now giving. He's now obviously on Cameo. He's very active on TikTok. So clearly, he's a fame whore. He's been yeah. giving interviews about about his involvement on 90 Day Fiance. Um, you know, I'm just going to end it here by saying I really hope he goes through with the snip snip because, yeah, like I said, no, ain't nobody want to fuck you or touch right. you with a 10, 10 foot pole. So. Yeah, I was going to mention that too and that um, I visited his IG out of curiosity and he does seem like the, um, like the guy who um, he sees a lot of things from a um, – I don't want to say a business standpoint. That's not necessarily it, but what's in it for me? right? Um, he self-promotion, a lot right. of self-promotion, a lot of anything that, that will get my name out there, that will get my face out there. He has like promo stickers of his face, right? Like, so part, part of me is, is angry because I believe the way he treated Rosemary um, was because he knew that it would, it would get ratings. It would generate discussion. It would generate talk be it negative or positive, he knew that people would be talking about him asking her to shave her legs. People would be talking about him asking her to take an STD test, you know, um, asking her to, to brush her teeth. He knew these were going to be topics that were um, uh, just offensive enough, but also, you know, possibly innocent enough to be on TV where people would give him the benefit of the doubt. But generate the the conversation of oh this was fucked up or or um at least put his name out and it's all self-promotion and like that's not what you do to somebody you love man that's it was super super manipulative very oh, very yeah. selfish and um serving just yeah self-serving and disgusting all, all the things but yeah yeah i I want to think that again I, I could be wrong here and i know mario mentioned this in our previous episode um a podcast but i think the non-american cast do get paid and it's okay for TLC to pay them because they're not working in the US so it's legal so I hope I really hope that um, you know people like Rosemary um, you know Erica and I guess sadly David well not David but um, Ash and all that you know they're, they're paid by TLC right 
um, I, I mean, Rosemary definitely could use the money, um, you know, and um, yeah. I, so what I'm thinking is that like the American person gets paid. The American then, person get paid, but the non-American person probably gets paid too because it's not violating any labor laws. Labor laws, sorry. But but what I what I think, and again, I, I could be completely wrong, is that the American person gets paid, but then TLC shows it in a way where the American person is spending all this money on the foreigner. Whereas I right. think that you know, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, you better go spend some money. Like you know, I know you're getting paid by the show. This is our money. It's our relationship. You know, buy, buy me X, Y, and Z. But then maybe they spin it like, hey, um, you know, um, like, you know, like they're being gold diggers or, or anything. And I think that what I, when I realized that was during that Colt and Larissa, um, 90 Day Fiance, um, uh, um, you know, the, that series. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? That. Colty. The season. <laughs> That season. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what? Because Larissa. Mm-hmm. Is that past season. season. Yeah. Season with Larissa and Colt. Yes. Because Larissa would throw that in his face. Like, look, like I can't, I can't make money. I don't have a green card. Like I cannot legally earn money. That's what she kept throwing in his face. Yep. And, then she, and then she would say, I'm making, you're, you're getting money from the show and you better buy me my lips or my purse or whatever it was. Yeah. But that was like them coming to the U S. So when they come to the U S um, just like Sasha and, um, you know, whoever that comes to the U.S., right, they cannot work. So in that sense, even though Phil- TLC is filming both of them, TLC can only pay the American. So I guess TLC is hoping that that money gets split, right? But again, I mean, it's up to the couple at their discretion. I mean, maybe some of them are jerks. They don't want to pay the, their, their foreign girlfriend or boyfriend or partner or whatever. So... But in this case, because TLC is filming overseas, I guess both uh, of them get yeah. paid because they're not violating any There's no U.S. Law. labor law. Yeah. yeah. Because if, yeah, if a foreigner comes to U.S. on a, on a well, I think a, a K-1 visa or whatever, other, even a work. tourist visa, yeah, they cannot work. They have to pretty much stay put, you know, until they're, they're, it gets approved. Um, anyway, um, guys, it's, it's been a long podcast. Um, I just want to wrap it up with our WTF moment. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll let you guys go first. I'll let you guys go first. WTF moment. You know, I didn't even think of one uh, ahead of time. Um, I'm just going to go with, um, Ash and, um, Avery. Um, I think, uh, the more we see of Ash and when he like flipped out, um, it was a WTF moment for me that was entertaining. Um, and I, I actually had a good laugh um, seeing him melt down. <laughs> like, but you lost, really hate him. <laughs> he lost it. Even, yeah. okay, as pissed as I would be or as, you know, um, have some composure for the cameras at least, man. You're being filmed. And yeah. um, he just lost, he just lost complete control and he had a meltdown on camera. And, I'm pretty sure the producers loved it. They were just like, yo, just keep rolling. This is good stuff. This is good material. Um, but yeah, he's, he, you know, completely self-aware uh, or um, not uh, uh, not self-aware of, of, of how he's coming across. Um, but his his meltdown um, last episode or this episode was, um, yeah, WTF. Miriam, what about you? 
So my WTF moment was more like Ed's WTF moment when Rosemary said, said I'm done with you, fool. Um, you could just like see the expression on his face. was, wait, WTF. And I was like, yeah, mofo. That's what you get. So don't be, don't be big Ed people. He's uh. an awful person. Well, my WTF moment is when um, David went off on his friend for translating the truth to him. Yeah, um, she was super sweet too. She was I'm super like, sweet. What are you uh, doing? Yeah, she was like, look, I'm trying to help you, buddy, but you're not helping yourself. Um, so that was my WTF moment. I do want to say like that gave me a really great business ideas, guys. Maybe we should all sign up for an account and catfish David because I want some of that hundred thousand dollar that he's spending on like oh. <laughs> an online girlfriend because that's like and that's a business Caesar. opportunity. Don't forget Caesar. Right, Caesar too. Well, the, the, the other thing I forgot to mention uh, during my update on Caesar is that he actually has a girlfriend right now and he's a much younger girl who's in US. So good for him. He's dating a twenty-one-year-old. Um, is it real though? Who kind of looks like Larissa a little bit, which is kind yeah. of strange. Yeah, I, I saw something you about saw that, that. Yeah, but people were wonder, people were questioning if that was if that was real or not, or if he was doing that for show to be like, "Look, guys, I, I have a girlfriend. I'm doing okay." But there, yeah, I saw like comments and stuff like, "Nah, he's faking. It's fake." How many of you people really believe this? So I was like, "Oh, we'll see. Maybe they'll." Do they do they show it on? Um, they on did, yeah. Oh, they, they do show it on the yeah. He had an online date with her. Oh, on um, the um quarantine. The quarantine episode, episode. yeah. Okay, I gotta so watch that you, still. I'm yeah, if you guys are not yet uh, caught up with the quarantine series, watch that. They actually covered uh, Stacy and Darcy, so you can see what it's like. You know them quarantine. Um, uh, you know, and they were showing their, you know, the their the bathrooms with all the makeup and skincare products all over the place and how they're trying to cope with their two kids uh, or rather with their kids in the house. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, so definitely catch the quarantine episode and also the what now, which again, I, you know, hopefully we can discuss that um, on a separate podcast or something. But anyway, um, thank you for listening to our podcast guys. Thanks, Till next everybody. time. Thank you. Bye.